Welcome, gamers, to Basement Arcade Pause Menu, the show where we hit pause, sit back, and just chill. I am your host, Ben Magnet, and today on the show, I have with me one of my bros from the Fake Nerd Podcast, Mr. Ryan Eliopoulos. But today isn't when we're doing the quarterly. Today is a day that we have been wanting to do. Today is a day that we have been waiting for months. Because one of us, or both of us, well, have been playing the same game. Well, one of us. One of us, really, yeah. Has, has been playing one game since March of this year. And we are finally here to talk about it. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. You've heard Ryan and I talk about it constantly on the Fake Nerd Podcast, constantly over the past few quarterlies. But we have beaten the game. The credits have rolled. And full spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom all the way through. What is that? 105 hours that Ryan has. Probably not as much as you, but I also I I, I experiment more with games, so I've diverted my time. But 100 hours, that's a game, baby. 180. Hell yeah. You definitely did I more, have, more shrining than I did. I, I did a lot of shrine. So, yeah, full spoilers for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, a game that has been praised to high heaven, a game that is front runner for game of the year as of this recording there are, i mean a few of the games have come out that that might be that might dethrone it spider-man 2 being one of them no but no it's baldur's gate and alan wake 2 ben those are baldur's gate okay it's ba- like spoiler y'all if baldur's gate 3 wins a bunch of awards i don't need y'all to be screaming because it's like one of the greatest games ever made just like tears of the kingdom it's a great year for games yeah, yeah. Apparently, according to our friends, the Gamers Week podcast, this year has had the highest rated video games in the past 20 plus years. Yeah. If you look at, um, you know, like Metacritic, which is like the Rotten Tomatoes for video games. And again, like mm-hmm. these things are just some amalgams of like all the different review scores. But this is the highest year of games over 90. And that is a really hard thing to achieve uh, getting over a 90. Uh, and generally with publishers, like if your game gets a 90 or above, like it's, that's great. They get like bonuses and incentives because like, yo, you, you did the deed. Uh, and pretty much every big game this year has been good. We've been incredibly lucky. Uh, I wish we could talk about all of them, but you know, there's just not enough time in the world, but we're here to talk about one of the best. Yep. That we most certainly are. So Ryan, let's just get right into it. Now you and I have been I'm going to put on my dot, my water suit and dive right into the water. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on your Zora armor because we're going straight into it, baby. There you go. So, you know, you guys know how I've been feeling about Tears of the Kingdom. I beat, I've had it beaten for the past few weeks already. Mm-hmm. Ryan just recently beat the game. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, he beat the game yesterday as of this recording. So, Ryan, tell me your, like, initial feelings after when you saw the credits roll. Well, first, I want to say uh, this game came out in May, right? So I, oh, it came I, out in May, not March. <laughs> or March. It came out way earlier this year, right? But yeah. I put... I put uh, I beat the game in 105 hours. I put like 100 hours into it in those first couple weeks. And then I stopped playing it for six months because I, I'm a hardcore gamer and I play all the new games. So I played everything and I forgot about Zelda and I didn't beat it. Um, and then Ben was like, yo, I'm, I beat the game. Let's talk about it. I'm like, cool, I'll come back to it. Uh, coming back to it, one, incredibly hard because the control scheme on the Nintendo Switch uh, is, a, is a lot. There's a lot of buttons, the fusing, the ascending, how to, how to remember how to do everything. I... Uh, it was like it was kind of hard because like I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate, Spider-Man and those games do not control like Zelda does. Uh, so coming back into it, it was like, oh, man, I got to learn how to ride this tricycle again or this unicycle. Um, but it was great. I, uh, after like the first hour of just getting back into it, I was like, oh, yeah, this game's great. And then I beat the game, Ben. And now my feelings of it have only intensified uh, because I think this is like 
maybe the strongest ending to a Nintendo game I've ever played in terms mm-hmm. of the emotions that I was feeling and the boss fight that I that I did. Uh, I'm feeling so high. Uh, I still don't know if this is my game of the year because, again, I pl- I've played a lot of stuff, but, like, it definitely shot up there because of that boss fight, that ending, that emotional ending. Uh, I'm riding high. I think this game is exceptional. Uh, it's beautiful. I was sad when it ended. I was crying. It got me. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, Ben. Oh, yeah. So when you say... When you the emotional high, because a lot of um, when you say that this is what an end, the ending itself that got you. Yep. For um, for Tears of the Kingdom, it got me too. And for the longest time, people have been saying like one of the best endings of video game history has been um, Ocarina of Time's ending. Sure. Like after you defeat Ganon, Zelda sends you back to as a kid, and then you and then the following scene is you meeting Zelda for the very first time. The music plays; it's very emotional. Uh huh. Um, I was when you essentially when Ganondorf turns himself into the Demon Dragon, and you get shot up. And the light dragon, which we all know is Zelda, is helping you fight this monstrosity. I mean, yeah, that part of the boss fight, while it was incredibly easy, I was riding high with emotion because I was fighting with Zelda. I was fighting a giant ass dragon and it just felt so goddamn good. Yeah, I uh, if we can, because the ending is, I think, the best part of the game. I think we should yeah, say, we'll go, save yeah, that we'll to the end because I have yeah, my we'll entire see. boss fight recorded. And I would like to talk about Hell it yeah. over it. Oh, uh, oh yeah, definitely. Like I don't want us to start with the meat and potatoes. We got to start with the appetizer, right. baby. Yeah, let's start with the appetizer. But let's get the let's get some of the veggies out of the way because while I do think the Tears of the Kingdom is a ten out of ten front runner, I mean, I call this my personal game of the year as of now. That's because I haven't really played anything else. That's a big caveat. Uh, that has to be. I, it, it has to be a big. It caveat. is a big. <laughs> it is a big caveat. I can only assume that the second I I down if I get and start playing Baldur's Gate three or Spider Man two, Final Fantasy. 16 Final Fantasy 16 yeah all of a sudden it's like hmm, maybe not but after the initial nostalgia wave hit because when you first when I first got the game back in May I was it felt like I was home again you know yeah. back in Hyrule because Breath of the Wild was a launch game for the Switch this I would feel is a good closing game for the system because we all know the new Nintendo consoles just right around the corner true but I still while this is a 10 out of 10 in the months since release, a lot of YouTubers have been saying like, hey, Tears of the Kingdom, great game, but it's a very problematic 10 out of 10. Nothing's perfect. St- no, nope, nothing is perfect, but I'm starting to see the cracks a little bit. Yep. Um, one of the things I do like about the game is how you get to play your way, essentially. Like if you want to play uh, like you did in Breath of the Wild, while you travel on horses, you travel on foot, you take in the scenery, you can, or you could just build stuff with the Ultra Hand. It took me a while to get used to the Ultra Hand. Yeah. And there are times where I'm like, hey, the Ultra Hand is really cool. And other times I'm like, I don't got time for this shit. I want to go that way. So let me call up my horse and just ride there. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't. I rarely ever use the horse because uh, I, I am a gamer who loves making shit and crafting shit in games. Like mm-hmm. I'm a big like I love a lot of survival games, you know, where you're, you're hitting right. trees to get wood. So like this game. Uh-huh. So like this game, I love uh, Breath of the Wild, but this game I like so much more because it allowed that creative freedom that I'm all about in video games. Like, I'm a big yeah. I'm a big RPG guy. I'm a big crafting guy. So like I was often going to the uh, the, the gotcha machines and just uh-huh. spitting out, spitting out. Yo, give me 50 fans give me 50 give me 50 balloons so like uh, dude i was like i was like high 
hightailing everywhere. I was making like rocket balloons everywhere. Uh, some, you eventually get a boat. Like you get like the Wind Waker boat. And like, I'm just like, oh shit. Now I'm just going to be the Wind Waker guy. So like, that's what I love about this game is like totally different play styles and they're all valid. Yeah. I, I love how... I love how this Zelda game essentially is just like, oh, can I do this? Yes. Like, essentially, if you have any answers on how you could play the game, the answer is going to be yes. Absolutely. It's like, oh, because I mean, when the, when the game first launched, we all saw the memes with the people making the crazy contraptions. People have been making X-Wings. They've been making um, wooden men with giant slogs and shooting fire. Also, yeah, they've been making freaking Evangelion, essentially, like all yep. this, all this crazy stuff. But if you don't want to put in that essentially that, that amount of work, you could just ride the horse and go along. Yeah, it's the only time when the ultra hand is really needed are for certain shrines, certain boss or not even bosses, really. It's mostly just shrines where the ultra hand is needed to like to solve them or with Addison and those goddamn signs. I'll Addison for president. <laughs> I mean, that dude is loyal, and part of me is bummed that I did, because I thought I found all of his spots, There's but 80. I did not. There's 80 of them. 80 of them? I did, I did, I, I wish there was, like, a screen cap to tell me how many, because you can do that for shrines and stuff. I don't know if it tells you the Addison yeah. ones. But no, like, it doesn't. I looked it up after, and I was like, yeah, there's 80 of those, and I'm like, I feel like I found a third of those. And I every time I found him, I did it, because, again, that's a fun, oh, yeah. that's a fun puzzle. You can do... Because they always give you the right tools, right? You can do it mm -hmm. their way, or you can just cobble together 40 pieces of wood and hope it stands up. Uh, and yeah. like, everything works. <laughs> Whatever works for Addison, man. I, I cannot tell you how many times there. I also, even with a lot, we'll get into it with some of the shrines. But Addison, yeah, while there are times where I'm like, I'm on a mission, I'm going to a certain spot. And it, once I see him with that sign, I'm like, what the hell are you doing over here, buddy? Help, I, help me. I, I, I always just go to help him. Or even like when I'm in the middle of the Hebra Mountains, I'm it's freezing cold. The snow is falling and he's just holding on. And he has like his little, Bro, you gotta <laughs> just help his, little his bare chested uh, vest on. And he's like, I ate a special rice ball to help me with the cold weather, but I got to keep the sign up for President Hudson. I'm like, Bro, it's negative five. What are you doing here? I wish we could have gave him like a coat. That would have been nice. I, I know that that would have been nice. Or even in uh, Death Mountain where he's like sweating or in the Gerudo Desert. Yeah, uh, Poor I, guy is sweating his. I, I just love that. Again, like the Addison thing, like every time you help him, hey, here's a he doesn't just give you like one one thing. He gives you like a bunch of stuff every single time. Yeah. So like there's incentive to help him. But again, like, oh, yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. You could ignore pretty much everything that you want in this game. And like it mm -hmm. will be significantly harder at the end. But just again, just like Breath of the Wild, like you, you can put you put as much into the game as you want to and you will still be rewarded regardless. Yeah. Uh, going back to going back to things I, that I did and did not like, like looking back on it. The one thing that about this game that I actually was frustrating me quite a bit was the tutorial. Uh, now, yeah. I know that's that, that tutorial stuck with me now. I've talked at length, or not at length, but I've mentioned the Kingdom Hearts 2 tutorial, three hours long, and tutorials don't need to be this long. Oh my god, every single least... Pokemon game, Ben. It's been 25 years, and why does we every know. single Pokemon game start with like a five-hour tutorial? Give me a break. It's like, we know. Yeah. But once it comes to Tears of the Kingdom, I understand you need a tutorial to use the Ultra Hand, you get your new abilities, kind of like with Breath of the Wild, and then once you get off the Great Sky Island, the game is opened up, and it's like, cool, I can actually, you know, do more cool shit. Yeah. But it just felt so much longer and just it didn't have that emotional gut punch that you got from from Breath of the Wild. The Great Plateau. 
Yeah, the Great Plateau was, in my opinion, it's a great tutorial level. Great tutorial yeah. area. You're given all like the, the true dangers. Like you see that um, the Guardian and you get your first heart attack. Oh, I miss the Guardians, and, man. I, I wish there lie. was at least one. I know that would have been nice. But with the Great Sky Island, when you go back to Hyrule, it's like, yeah, it's, I, I know this area, but it's it, you don't get that that emotional gut punch that you do from Breath of the Wild, which I have. I know that's not I know that's the thing, but just the Great Skyland just felt so long, just felt so long. And also there are times where it felt more difficult than it needed to be. Like you have to like craft, um, make a raft to get across this river. I lost my raft like three times. <laughs> you don't have a steering stick yeah, yeah. and you don't get the steering stick till later. And it's so freaking annoying because you have to like perfectly shoot it out yep. and pray that you get there in time. I, I, I specifically remember that tutorial island and like making the first raft and uh, I, I, it gives you a fan as well, right, to get across? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, would, I remember, like, I would hit the fan, but I wouldn't get on the boat on time or something happened. And I had to, like, I just cut down extra amount of trees. And, like, that's a thing where, like, that's just a Nintendo thing. I think we're, like, mm-hmm. you know, we are older men playing this game. But this also was a kid, like, a, a kid's game, too. So, like, you need these long-ass tutorials specifically because... The amount of stuff they give you, like the Ultra Hand, the Ascend, the Fuse, it's a lot to remember. And like mm-hmm. trying to do all of it on that small, like on a small controller, like it's a lot. So like I think they wanted to give you the breath, the breath of the well, get the breath of of the zone, so you really could understand it. Um, I do think it takes way too long because like you have to go from the island to island, and you don't have Ascend yet. I don't believe so. Like I was falling sometimes, and like had to swim across the whole lake, and like it was a little, a little obtuse, but uh. uh Luckily, there's still, you know, a hundred more hours after that that are good. Yeah. Uh, even when I was trying to get to like the last one, which is up in the freezing area, because mm-hmm. I couldn't I didn't get like the the snow trousers to help me keep warm. Yeah, I was con- I was popping spicy peppers like Tic Tacs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And at one point I was I fell down a certain way and I thought, well, shit, how can I get up there? Mm-hmm. And I was thankfully there is a way. The one thing about this game that I will praise is that there's always a way to get to the place you need to go. Yep. But sometimes it's a little tricky and I may or may not have died quite a few times trying to get up there because I would accidentally fall into the water or I couldn't climb up or a um, what should we call it? Waterfall. I couldn't I couldn't get a water. I couldn't go up a waterfall or at least I couldn't. Uh, I was trying to get to a spot that's like I can get up there, but the ice is too high and mm-hmm. I can't climb up the ice or I can't make a little ramp to have me walk up it. And there were times where it was annoying. So when I finally did find a patch of rock that I could climb, oh, thank goodness. I was just I was I had I think it was a stamina wheel was just enough. Yeah. yeah. That the developers were like, OK, now you can like go all the way up. You don't have to you don't have to find um, Endura shrooms because there are no Endura shrooms on the island. Yeah. Yeah. I think because um, you by the time you get all the abilities like. I think it takes a little too long to get all the abilities. Uh, not the auto build. Yeah. I think the auto build is like a special one. Like you don't really need that one unless you're just like me. Yeah. And you like you love crafting shit. But like, I don't know if they could have given you like everything at the beginning because then it might have overpowered you. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm not a game designer. I don't know how you fix that. Um, but that tutorial island is is 
I think it's for us, it might have been too much, but I think for maybe younger audiences who don't play maybe as many video games, like they need that, they need all of that extra cushion. Uh, because once you're open, in, once you're in the world, it is like the game's kind of hard at the beginning. Like it is a game where like you, it gets easier the more you play it, in my opinion, because you get better armor, you get better weapons, you get better abilities, and like uh, you upgrade your all that stuff. So like, I think the beginning can be pretty rough. Uh, I definitely died a oh, lot. Yeah. I definitely died a lot more in this game, mostly because I'm making like bad contraptions and like just falling off the ledge or something. Uh, but like that is something I, I kind of do like too, because like I don't want a game to baby me either. So like you know, right? It's a it's a tough line. It is a very tough line. It's a very um, weird marriage to, or not weird marriage. It's a, it's a very hard line to walk. Yeah. Um, but he, but I mean because. I'm trying to I'm trying to formulate my thoughts because I knew I wa- I don't just want to say first tutorial or early tutorial of this mo- of this game almost called it a movie <laughs> early tutorial not the best and I don't just want to leave it as this game because this game's obviously not bad it's no. it's just an annoying bit but what I one of the things I do love about this game is how you notice your own personal growth oh yeah not as not just your character in the game but you as a player against certain enemies like we're looking at this b-roll footage right here they're in the um the great deku tree chasm yeah i forgot i forgot the glue hands existed ben so i was like this entire fight i'm in panic mode i'm freaking out i'm like i don't remember what i'm supposed to do how do i do this you'll uh, you'll see that i eventually kill them but like the first two minutes i'm just running dying uh luckily i have 24 of 25 hearts so like i'm safe but i forgot how uh scary those guys are oh first time you meet gloom hands absolutely terrifying and then after you kill the gloom hands you're thinking cool i'm safe i'm alive i could get through this yep why is there another boss why is there a boss health bar up on the top of the screen yeah yeah who the fuck is phantom ganon yeah uh the first time this is not my first phantom ganon fight but the first time i did fight him i'm like oh word awesome yeah. uh because i love a good like you know we're uh, i'm a dark souls guy you're now a dark souls guy i love good one-on-one yeah. fights uh and we'll talk about the, the fight obviously the final fight later but like i love i love anytime you give me a one-on-one fight uh I, I i don't have a lot of other footage besides uh the end of the game where i do the great deku stuff and then the final fight but i really wish i could have got some of the yiga clan stuff because i love his name's kaga is that what it is kaga okay Koga, I okay. love that little dipshit. He's so funny. <laughs> in like every boss fight that you do against him, he gets a different, like a different and, and bigger contraption or vehicle. Yeah, there's like a cool boat boss fight. Like yeah. he, he's in the, like a sky skymobile. Like I, I love that guy. I love those types of fights. Uh, that's a pro- that's I have no problems with any of that stuff. I think that stuff's fantastic. I did the Koga stuff. Oh yeah, and it was actually very entertaining. Mm-hmm. A lot from Breath of. I will say from Breath of the Wild to Tears of the Kingdom, the Yiga clan stuff I was more intrigued with. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the other, in the first game, the Yiga clan was more of an annoyance and a hindrance. Yeah. Whereas in Tears of the Kingdom, they got some shit going on. It's like, okay, let's let's check up on these guys. We got to keep an eye on them. So fighting Master Koga, going seeing his contraptions and, you know, just, just you just want to look at him as like, how the hell are you running this criminal underworld? And you are such a blundering idiot. Yeah, it's a bunch. It's, it's a bunch hilarious. of goofs. They're all goofs. I love them. And I, I love all the side quests because like there's a, there's there's like a zillion side quests and I definitely did not do all of them. I looked through no, neither did I. I looked through like my my journal and I was just scrolling and scrolling of like side quests, these quests, shrine quests. I'm like, holy shit, this game's too big. Um, but anytime you did a side quest where you have to help someone, 
and then it turns out to be a Yiga member. I, I loved it every time. Like, I specifically remember, like, oh, my friend's lost in a forest. Can you please go find her? And then you go to the forest, and then she's like, hi, you found me. Psych, this was a trap. And she turns into a Yiga member. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Uh, lots of that stuff. They're hilarious. I love the I love the way that they fight. They're always teleporting. And you have to be, like, strategic. Uh, I could I could do with more Yiga. I, love, I think they're hilarious. One of my favorite Yiga clan quests was that there it was a quest that was tied to Penn from the Lucky Clover Gazette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I love those quests. Oh, I absolutely yeah. adore. It not only made me want to go to the stables, but also it's like, cool, I could get some I could get some rupees because in the very beginning of the game, rupees are a little hard to come by. You're unless you do a whole bunch of duplication glitches, which I never did because I no I never too, te- too tedious and too hard. Um, but one of my favorite ones was when the, there was a fortune telling cuckoo. Yes. And they're like and then you go up to this chicken and the chicken is talking, and all of a sudden, the chicken turns into a Yiga clan member. Yep. And I'm like, of fucking course it's a Yiga clan member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are always fun. Get wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those journalists, the journal submissions, and it's uh, uh, Pen. That's what he said. That the guy's name was Pen, right? And he has yeah. his he has his little birds, his little, like, his little spies. Yeah. And they're just little cute little birds. Uh, that, was, little birds. that was so fun. He's like, yeah, we got to bring journalism back to Hyrule. And I'm like, you you got it, bud. Um, yeah, I love it. Or them. every <laughs> I just love how his his tagline is soar long because, you know, he's a he's a Reno so he can fly. And it's yeah, just yeah. it's like, I love this. This is amazing. And you what the reward you get? Is it the is it the frog one? Which is the, the frog suit? Yeah. yeah, the frog suit that helps you stick to walls. Yeah, that's pretty which good. does help. Which in does the help in certain ca- in yeah, the rain and certain caves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, what are the OK? So going back to one of the things that took me a while to get used to. Now, tears, uh, Breath of the Wild, weapons have a durability, they break. Yep. It kind of makes sense. Um, swords, spears, shields, you use them too long, they get too much damage, they break. Yeah. Well, Tears decided, like, hey, let's up the ante on that. Whereas not only does when Ganondorf comes back and he lifts up Hyrule Castle, there's chasms everywhere, there's gloom. All the weapons in the world are decayed, which means they're even more brittle than they used to be. How do you make them not brittle and worthless? You fuse monster parts to them. And sometimes the designs are really freaking sweet. And other times they're ugly as hell. But I have to ignore it because stat boosts, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's the um, the Gibdo. You get the Gibdo ribs. Those are the ugliest yeah. ones. You put those on a stick, and it's just a stick with a giant rib cage on it. Those are ugly. Yeah. But you get like um, you get like teeth, or you get like Lizalo like uh, horns or tails, and those things like you it, you it, it's like a whip, like the tail unfurls. It's like it's really cool shit. And like I understand not everything could be aesthetically pleasing, uh, but like the fact that you can fuse practically every single item to any weapon is mm-hmm. mind boggling. It's truly oh, astonishing. Yeah. And like. I, I, yeah, I, I don't love a decaying weapon system, but, like, they're carrying over from the first game, so, you know, I'm not mad you're, you're doing the same thing, you know, like, I, I wouldn't expect every item to be impervious, right? Like, I don't need every... Right. Also, like, I don't know if I'd want, like, okay, I get one sword, am I gonna use one sword the entire game for 100 hours? That's kind of boring. So, like, I, I, I got used to this system a lot more than in Breath of, the, Breath of the Wild, but also, again, like, I love fusing stuff, and fusing things that you wouldn't expect... Like, uh, if you attach a flamethrower emitter to a boomerang and you throw the boomerang, it spits fire everywhere it goes. <laughs> that is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, if you attach a cannon to any weapon, it turns into a it turns into a rocket launcher. Um, 
I I have footage of it later, but um the 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 mech that you get, I attach two cannons and uh-huh. I'm just boom boom boom. It's incredible shit. Uh, the fusing system is so fun. Um, mm-hmm. I that's like the one thing that will get me going back because like I want to make more vehicles. I want to find more stuff. Like uh, the more batteries you get, the longer you can have these these cool uh, vehicles that you make. Um, like I was definitely making like like uh, twisted metal vehicles that have like spikes and rocket launchers and like I could fly and it's like man that 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 fusing stuff is the real deal and it's so seamless uh whether it's with a um a weapon or a vehicle like they have like uh like perforated slots or like okay you want to attach here like we'll click it into place for you uh again it takes a little while to get used to but i yeah. found it to be like very very easy i was able to make vehicles like by the end of this game i was making vehicles like that with even without the auto build uh just mm-hmm. great stuff great game design yeah there were definitely that was one of the things earlier when I was talking about how your skills with the game, obviously they progress over time. You get better the more you play the game. Because mm-hmm. when I first get it, it was really, it took me about 20 minutes just to put four wheels onto a board sure. to make a, essentially a makeshift cart. Yeah. So I can go forward. Now it's like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Do I want to add anything else? Ooh, I have some uh, beam heads. These, the unicorn Zoni beam heads that just shoot laser beams continuously let's make this as um, a cartwheel of death why not yeah and i cannot tell you how happy i was when i got the steering stick the steering stick needs to be in the beginning of the game like from the get-go none of this like barely like it, stuff yeah like the rocket i get taking a long time because that's kind of like a cheat code almost um but yeah the steering stick should have been a little little quicker uh, because because yeah. a lot of the time you're just like, all right, I'm going straight and I hope I don't I hope I don't hit a hill because I'm just going to turn over. Yeah, you're just going to turn over. Or you're just going to do all this other stuff. Um, did you find the Koroks who need help to get to their friends annoying or no? No, I mean, just like that first game, like like uh, you could you you don't have to interact with any of that stuff. And I did, you know, if I was feeling it, you know, this being a giant game, like I'm on my way to a quest. I see I see a little guy. I'll help him out. I love the ones um, where you have to make a vehicle for them. That one, uh-huh. those ones I love. And they always generally give you the parts around there so you don't have to, like, sc- scrounge around for it. Um, yeah, or one- don't use your own personal collection. Yeah, exactly. Like, the ones that are like, oh, you know, there's, like, a tree stump and then I have to, like, fly to one. Those are fine. Those are okay. But, like, I really like the ones that, again, allow you to be creative. Uh, mm-hmm. have to, like, you can just attach a rocket to one of those little guys and just shoot him 100, 100 miles away and hope he makes it. Uh, and, like, they're never mad. They're just like, ow, that hurt. Uh, I... I I, I like the Koroks even more in this game, just because, again, it gave me that freedom to try different things. Korok abuse. <laughs> Kor- hey, hey, they're made out of, like, Sorry. plant fiber. No, I, that, you know. I, I won't lie. I may or may not have attached a rocket to a Korok just because his friend was way over there. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see if this works. And lo and behold, it did. And I'm like, huh. Imagine that. Um, I forget the name of the village. It's the village that you that you that you save and like rebuild. But there's oh, a oh, Laurelin, yeah, Laurelin yeah. village. I yeah. remember there's a Korok who's like on the other side of the path, and he's like, "Hey, I need to get to my friend." And like, it gives you all the stuff, and like, you just take a vehicle and you go down the winding path, and, it, and you bring him right to his friend. I'm like, that was nice. That was sweet. It was like a little just mm-hmm. a little joyride with my homie. Uh, they're not all like that. Some are actually pretty tough. We're like, "Yo, my friend yeah. is on another Sky Island." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, how many fans do I have?" It's a lot of it. Sometimes I definitely have um, just ultra handed the Korok. It's like, okay, where's your buddy? Yeah, I could walk that. I just walk. If he's not too far, (laughs) for sure. I don't care. It's not the most. 
it's not the most ingenious way to get a Korok. But it works. To, break, to take a Korok. But hey, if it looks stupid, but it works, then it ain't stupid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, one of the other things I do love about this game, I know I've talked about it earlier, but I still want to talk about it here, is how the developers essentially straight up says, like, Hyrule has moved on and not moved on as in they've forgotten about the calamity because there are still remnants of the calamity. There's monuments with the silent princess on them where Zelda that that were sites of great battles involving the the calamity. Mm -hmm. There's the kids in Hateno village. There's a side quest where you get to teach them about the calamity because they're like, oh, yeah, that didn't really. It's like, oh, we're too. It's it's the next generation who's too young. They weren't alive when calamity got hit and Zelda and Link saved all of Hyrule. Yeah. But I do love how Hyrule, how time has passed in Hyrule. Yeah. And yet here's this brand new, uh, brand new scourge, this brand new calamity. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. That essentially brings everything back to square one, which sucks because you go to. You go to Lookout Landing and in Breath of the Wild, anywhere near Hyrule Castle is like, welcome to death. You're here to die. It's like, this is die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to death. How would you like your death? Would yeah. you like it shot from a million miles away or right into your face? Yeah, yeah. And then in this game, it's like, hey, we have Lookout Landing. There's the castle. You could go into the castle. These are a little tougher, but there's some good weapons in there that will recycle every blood moon. I the the dusk bow that Zelda used in the last game. It's in the very tippy top of the tower. Uh, uh I did not know that. <laughs> Oh, you did not know that. Yeah. yeah and all, like all the royal weapons, like the royal broadsword, the royal claymore, the royal bows that got, are scattered throughout the I castle. Got, I got those, but I didn't know about the top one. That's a bummer. Did you get the secret? Yeah. Did you get the secret thing in the you had to light the torches in the throne room? Oh, baby, I got that yeah, shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got I got the champions. Actually, my final boss fight with a Gandorf, I upgraded the champions levers to the highest they can get. Nice. I, I put it, I was wearing right here. I was wearing soldier greaves and, and like the high yeah. thing because like those were like like 18 armor. And I'm like, I don't have anything higher than 18. So uh, I wish I could upgrade it myself a little bit more. Uh, if you guys are watching this video uh, again, this is me having not played the game for like six months. So even though I beat the boss on the first try, it's not graceful. I'm not I'm no. not I'm not a perfect <laughs> parry champion. So don't judge me, please. It's, I play so many games. I forgot what I was doing, but I still want right. anyway. <laughs> Go, going to this boss fight with Ganondorf, I over prepared. With Ganondorf. Um, after I did all, because I told myself I want to do all the shrines. That's what I did in Breath of the Wild. I want to do all the shrines. Mm-hmm. It took me a while, but I got all the shrines. I had max hearts, max, uh, max everything. Yeah, no, yeah. not max everything, but max hearts, max stamina. How many hearts um, are there in total? Can you get? Because uh, I, 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 I had 25, and I know I only did like 90 shrines, I think. Okay, so. Did you have at least 30, the, do you think? I want to say a little bit less than that, because I mean, if you get all your stamina, because if you because stamina, because your stamina maxes out three rings and then the rest of them are hearts. Oh, OK, OK. I, I had two you, stamina. Yeah, because when you t- take like the, the drinks that give you extra hearts, it only caps out on full two full rows. So if you're making um, mm. so if you're making um, like potions oh, real or, quick, this moment where his health bar goes across yeah, the like, screen i'm like you sh- you shut the front door get out of here get out of here right here i'm i'm playing this game i'm like okay yeah second phase demi king dang and the first phase is like stop stop it's so good yeah stop and then it's like all the way over i'm like son of a bitch it's a great fight um i sorry i i it do is. i do want us to backtrack a little bit because again i want to save like the, the best thing for last uh because there are so many things i wrote down that i want us to talk about uh how much did you do in Terrytown? 
Uh, what do you mean? Did you build? Did you build a house? Yeah. Cool. Did you uh, do the monster museum? Yes, uh, I did. That's my. That was probably my favorite thing. Those little. What those little gross men? I forget. I already forgot their names. Oh, but the little Milton gr- and the other guy who wants to become a Satori. There was just so many caves. Oh yeah, he wants the. He I wants want, the bubble gems. I, yeah, I was going to give him the bubble gems, but the fact that every time I saw him, he's like, I can sent. There's like. 60 or 50 some caves out there with the uh, um, bubble gems. I'm like, I'm not going to do that, dude. Yeah. Col- I just got all the- Colton. Uh, Colton is the yeah, is, is the Colton. gross one. <laughs> I got They're a lot. Gross. I got a lot of those. And uh, if you get uh, if you get all the masks, it's really cool because you don't just uh, you get monster masks if you do these quests. Right. And when you put yeah. the monster mask on and you go, you go and you spend time near those monsters, they don't attack you because they think they're one of their own. Also, mm-hmm. Link takes on the physical properties. So, like, if you're wearing like a bow goblin uh, mask, he like hunches over like a bow goblin. It's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, yeah, it's it's a very subtle thing. But like, it, like if you crouch uh, in any of the masks, like he 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 walks like they would walk uh, to blend in. I think that stuff's great, that, and it's like that's a little detail. I actually never put on any of the masks. I just got them because I was just trying to like complete it. See other, well, get other rewards yeah. from uh from him. And once that was done, because I'm, I'm unfortunately that guy when I see a whole bunch of monsters, I don't go, let me try and blend it. I'm like, well, see, here's the no, well, Ben, like, it's not knuckles crack well, ben, sword drawn. It's like, let's dance. it's not like I just go out and hang out with them. I infiltrate, yeah, yeah. I infiltrate uh-huh. them and I set up traps. And then when I and then I'm walking out and put sunglasses on and the whole base explodes. <laughs> I don't go in and leave them alive, sir. I'm still a monster. I'm still a monster killer. Uh, like there's those there's those bases that are like giant skulls and people are hanging. Yeah. Out yeah. So like I will be a, I will be like a Bogoblin or whatever or or uh, a Lizalo. A Lizalo? Lizalfos. Lizalfos. Thank you. And I'll be like, hey, it's just me. I'm a lizard man. And then I climb up to the top and then I would uh, drop a bunch of bombs on because they have a bunch of bombs in their base. And I would just boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And I walk out like, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> the one time. So I got all the Yiga armor. I got the Yiga armor set. I infiltrated the Yiga clan yeah. in um, Guru Canyon. Yeah. And I did this like I did the Blade Master quest first. Okay. So when I entered the Yiga clan, I not only was I um, a, a greeted as a fellow member of the Yiga. I was also greeted as the Blade Master, like a, a very high rank to reach within the Yiga clan ranks. So I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Bow before me, bitches. <laughs> and I'm just like stealing all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I want to know what happens. So I put my regular armor on. Immediately, they're all like, intruder alert! Yep. Intruder alert! Oh, yeah. And we have this huge fight outside, and I just wipe the floor with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you have a... A, like favorite weapon type or were you just like whatever works works so i really like using spears because i love the range and you get a shield mm-hmm. and i'm like a spartan bro they can't even touch me i was very much a um sh- uh, one-handed sword user yeah i i don't know if it's just because i'm used to like i love once i got the master sword i was trying to use it as much as i can yeah um i like because i liked how it was quick i like how you can add a, the monster parts that you add to them they make they do really good damage yeah well, I was definitely a sword user. I av- I didn't avoid spears, but I definitely didn't use a lot of sure. spears. Like if you had like whenever I killed um, a Hinox and I had and they dropped like a bunch of really good weapons, I the Royal Sword, the Royal Claymore. Yeah, I picked those up. And if I had to choose between either a Royal Halberd or a Royal Claymore, I picked the Claymore because I realized quickly that like the combat in this game, it's good. I'm not going to say it's great. I think it's pretty like it's very much like. 
you know, you dodge an enemy and you hit the enemy. You know, we're not playing Dark Souls here, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but like, I found myself like having trouble early on. So like, I I start I used the shield a lot more than I did in the first game. There's shields in the first game, right? It's been a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. I found myself doing the shield combo more because like, yo, that takes the damage. And like, I didn't. I started to die less when I was actually trying to be more strategic. Uh, and I then I, once I realized the 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 flurry attack, I'm like, oh, the that, flurry rush, that's yeah. and I again like it. That was the hundred hours prior to this five hours, you know, six months ago. But I was like, I was like a flurry master. Um, and then uh, uh, I used a lot of arrows. I used a lot of like flaming arrows or the the choo choo arrows that that automatically uh, aim to enemies. Uh, that's yeah, great. The, the flying keys uh, arrows. The keys choo choo. Oh, choo choo is the the goos, the goo things. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. goo guys. But I also use that like I like you can put a fire berry, a shock berry, any type of berry, and it has an elemental property you can use on your enemies. Uh, if like if you're in water, you shock the enemies in the water. Like it's like it's it's great like systems. There's a lot of good systems at work in this game. I also just love how the fusing stuff you can fuse a whole like. In the first game, you had you had ice arrows, lightning arrows, bomb arrows. You had a whole bunch of different arrows, and you needed to find them, which you know makes sense. But this one, I do like how you can switch them on the fly. Mm-hmm. But also, I will admit, going through that giant ass wheel is annoying as hell. I think my maybe my biggest complaint, and like it was fine, I was dealing with it. But I think my biggest complaint is just the inventory management and system in this game. It's just yeah. like. If you're going to give me a thousand items to sift through, you got to give me more options than the one I most recently used or the one that's the most valuable. Like, tell me, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, I don't know if there was a way to, like, hey, like, we're going to automatically, like, yo, you're using this. We recommend doing this. Like, just some better way because, yeah, like, if you're in the middle of a hard fight, then you have to hit that button. And you have to scroll past a hundred items to find the one you're doing. And I'm like, we're just it, it's like, what it, I take, did, it takes you out sometimes. It does, because what I did was. Even with the item management, when I'm crafting items, like I'm preparing for a fight, because thankfully there is a but there's a but you can push like um, for by type, by attack power, by most use. Now, when I had like the wheel, I would do most use because, you know, that's had my it had my bomb flowers. Yeah. It had my eyeballs. It had a bunch of the elemental things I would fuse to my arrows. I'm like, cool, we're good there. And of course, when I'm trying to cook, all of your food items are at the very top, whereas everything else is on the bottom. So it's just, I mean, hitting that button was annoying. I want to say I got used to it. I did. But there were yeah. definitely. I mean, I kind of hate that I got used to it because I there should have been a better option. There could have been. There are other games where it's like, hey, do you want to favorite this item? So then when you're trying to do a thing, it's like, here's your favorites. You could kind of like how in a auto build, you could favorite your creations yeah, that you make. It's it's really strange that auto build has a favorite section, but like. And again, like it's a type of thing where like like I ended up using less items because I would use like the oh the most frequently used ones and it's like oh bomb flower this that so like I would just be using the same things because it's easy to get to instead of experimenting more. We're like oh maybe I'll try this item, but I have to scroll seventy five <laughs> wheels past it to get to it. So I'm just like, there could have been a different way. But again, like they have so many. There's so much you can do in this game, and there's only so many buttons on a controller. Like yeah. I, I like. Like if if the inventory management is the thing that has to suffer for everything else to work, I'll take it because like I would rather it be that than like some combat thing where I have to like, oh, to switch combat stances, you have to go into the menu or something like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think I think I'll 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 take that uh, for everything else to be mm-hmm. ma- to be magical. It's it's weird because even though there were fights where I was trying to get to the right thing and, you know, you're in a very intense fight, you're shifting through all your stuff, you're 
your adrenaline's pumping and you pick the wrong thing and you go, oh shit, thankfully you can just like re-up it and it will just yeah, it, replace it. It, no, it no freezes harm, no time. All the enemies are like, what, what's, what's going on? I'm about to hit this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, oh God, there was something else. It wasn't about, it wasn't just about inventory management, but it was also, uh, damn it. I, I had a That's thought okay. and I lost That's it. okay. I have so many notes. I have so many notes that I want to talk about. Um, probably the, Let's talk about the tears of the kingdom. Oh, my God. You mean the. All right. So See, that's why yeah, I wrote down. I wrote down a bunch of shit. I ain't missing the good stuff, Ben. We ain't, good. We ain't missing good. the good stuff. Hell no. I, I just wrote down some of my like some of my favorite quests and stuff. But yeah, we're talking about the tears. So a YouTuber I watched was talking about how while the tears system, well, not the system, but the memories and what you see happens to Zelda is good but it doesn't give that emotional gut punch that breath of the wild did when you find the memories where essentially because you like wake up as link you have no memory of the past 100 years mm -hmm. the memories help you regain and put pieces back you see link's relationship with zelda you see it grow all this good stuff yeah i am actually 100 percent okay with seeing what happened to zelda yeah and i am because Zlink has his memories back. He has, they had their, everything for the past, like, say, five plus years since the defeat of Calamity Ganon, Link and Zelda have been doing their best to rebuild Hyrule. I am 100, a lot of the time when I was playing this game, I cared so much about Zelda. He, yes. I wanted to know what happened to yeah, Zelda. I, I wanted to know what happened with Ganondorf. Absolutely. I cared. Yeah, um, that's, it's, it's, that's an interesting complaint people have because, like, it's the Legend of Zelda. I want to know what's happening to Zelda. Mm -hmm. Like Link, like Link's a a a. a uh, he doesn't speak. He's very expressive. Like I like Link a lot, but like this story, it's about it's about Zelda and the things that she does to protect this kingdom and like help help bring help usher in the uh, uh, the future uh, without a calamity. And like I have some people say like, oh, it takes away her agency, and I'm like, what do you mean? She literally like sacrifices herself to become a dragon. I, that's all. Yeah. That's all the agency somebody could have. I think is like, yo, I, the only thing that I can do to save the world is to become a dragon and wait ten thousand years for this master sword to like. It's like, it's like, it's like a Back to the Future time travel shit that I love. Uh, yeah. And like, I guess there is some there is something to say like, oh, like she doesn't really, she's not doing a lot in the story, and I'm like, I. I guess I just don't bitch, please. <laughs> like I, I, to that I, to that I respond with bitch please yeah like because first game she was trapped in Hyrule Castle for a hundred years that sucks holding back Calamity Gaddon yeah she gets tough. five years of bliss mm -hmm. five years of happiness with Link she's rebuilding the kingdom she thought the nightmare was over she then decides to go down to the to the foundation of the Hyrule Castle because, hey, let's go like, hey, there's, I, you know, because she's a scholar. It's an expedition. It's an expedition. About, yeah, what I love about Zelda, both from the first game and this one, is that she constantly wants to learn. Mm -hmm. I love how she wants to find out more about her heritage. She wants to find out more about her kingdom. She is the type of person where she knows there's an explanation for things, and she's wanting to, she loves studying. She loves researching. And... It, it makes her more endearing, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And even though she essentially caused the return of Ganondorf. The fact that she now goes, she decides to sacrifice herself to put her because now it's like, I'm going to be an immortal dragon for 
10,000 plus years yeah. to re to reforge the master sword. Because this great evil's coming, and if I have to do this, I'm gonna have to. So I'm gonna have to go for it. See, I see. Pe I, people might be complaining about the tears. I don't really have a problem with what. Like, I love the idea that Zelda. Like, uh, first of all, I love that opening where like Link Link reaches for her and misses, and then she gets teleported back in time. I think that is dope. Uh -huh. I love the oh, journey of like how missed. she's learning about Hyrule and like Raru and Sonya and Minaru. I love those guys. Like I would I would I would take a I would read a whole comic about them and like the, the history of uh -huh. Hyrule and how this cat man banged this elf lady to create Hyrule. I'm all that's like very interesting. I will say what where is all the Sheikah stuff from the first game? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> That's, that, I have I have no actual problems with it, but it is astounding to me that we spent a hundred hours in that first game uncovering Sheikah stuff, all this stuff, and then in this game it's like, oh, there's just another civilization that we don't know about. I'm like, all right, okay, it, it's, it's I, like, don't think about it too much. We have the guardians. It's like they probably found and dismantled the guardians because they. I, I, I feel like once the after the calamity happened and you know calamity is this calamity like is this like the, is this like, the is this like the Galactic Empire trying to get rid of the Jedi? No, that's a myth. We don't even know about the oh the Sheikahs. I, like, no, no, I, I, I think it's more like the New Republic trying to scrap the. Uh, it's like the New Republic scrapping the Empire's okay. uh, equipment okay. because it's like we're not going to let these weapons be used against us anymore. Okay, sure. It's just like there was. I don't know if there was maybe there was mentions of it and I forgot six months ago, but I feel like the Sheikah stuff is like not even mentioned at all in this game. I mean, the Sheikah Slate is replaced with the Pura Pad because that's something that Zelda. You mean the Nintendo Pura. Switch? <laughs> the Nintendo Switch, yes. Well, I love that. I love that so much. It's like that's a, like the first time I saw. It, I was like, "That's a Switch Lite. You can't tell me shit." Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, uh, let's let's see. But yeah, the tears themselves. I was every time I found a glyph, like when I was up in the Sky Islands, I would look down. I would see a giant glyph, even if it was completely out of my way. I'm like, I'm going down. Oh, I, I, I love it. I. I had to find one of my favorite to things to my favorite things to do in this game was just like, I'm just going to I'm just going to rise up a tower and look around and just fly somewhere. So, oh, mm -hmm. there's smoke over there. I bet there's someone to kill or someone to talk to. Oh, there's something glowing over there. I'm going to go learn about it. Like there's always there's always something beautiful on the map. Uh, it's, it's, what I like about this game so much is that like the first game, it's a giant open world, but like it felt kind of empty like this one. It's like it's not like a GTA where there's someone on every other like street corner, but there's a lot right. more people in this world. It's like it feels more lived in. Uh, there's more people yeah. walking around like there's always traveling salesmen and stuff. And like, I really like mm -hmm. that. That's great. What I will say is. The stuff with the Sky Islands, I do enjoy. Um, like getting from one Sky Island to another, like when I was trying to get to the Sky Islands where I had to fight the Gliox, yeah. uh, where like the King Gliox annoying as shit but so satisfying to get there. yeah yeah um but i will also say that the depths like i love how all the, the marketing was all about the skylines it's like hey you got the uh, as a you have the hyrule below but you also have the sky i bring back our sword oh my god cool and then we jump into the depths and it's like surprise motherfucker i inverse map of hyrule yeah i spent, you not get one yeah. you got two you got three yeah so like I know people were somewhat disappointed because there's not as much Sky Island stuff as, as you'd think. That's because there's an entire underground section for you to do. And for me, someone who loves uh, horror games, spooky games, dark, like dark, scary games, the depths was my favorite part of this game. I spent, 
I would say I almost spent more time down there uncovering everything, getting armors of the old games, which is awesome. So many great Easter eggs of, of previous games. Um, collecting Poe's, hundreds and thousands of Poe's so I can get like dark tunic stuff. Like I, uh, I love the depths. It is so, I didn't know it was in the game. We suspected there was going to be an underground thing. I did not think it was going to be the literal size of the first game. There's there's like there's like two and a half games in this game. Uh, it's astounding, yeah. and I understand like some people didn't like didn't like the depth stuff, but like man, I upgraded my battery so much. Like I love there's such a beautiful cycle of you going to the depths, getting Zoni stuff, going to the Sky Temple, turning that in, uh, going to Hyrule, using the abilities you got, going back down. It was a beautiful sequence of for me going to all three places in tandem with each other. Um, and I think that's like yeah. that's what the like the the developers like wanted you to do if you're going to do like the perfect Zelda of this playthrough is utilizing all three. And I, and I was feeling like I was constantly rewarded wherever I was going. One of the best things about this game was of how intertwined all three stages of the map were. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of times it's like, Oh, um, what's a good, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but the first thing that comes to my mind is kingdom hearts two. Whereas every world has their own certain map. True. But they don't play in tandem. I mean, obviously cause they're separate worlds. It's like, Nothing that happens in one world is going to affect the other. But then you look at something like Hyrule and it's like, no, what happens in the depths affects the sky, affects Hyrule. And the same can be said for all three. Yeah. Like when you were saying about how you get the the Zonite down below, you get the Zonite charges in the, from the refineries and the mines down below. You go up to the guy in the sky to get your battery charges and that helps you all throughout Hyrule. And sometimes in Hyrule, you could find, hey, Here's a Sunderlion. Mm -hmm. I need that. Or, hey, here's a stuff. A bunch of people are giving me the Zonai charges. This can help out. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And it, it has this. I don't want to say a perfect symmetry, but it has an amazing symmetry that fits. Now, I won't I won't lie. For me, the deaths was I had it. The deaths grew on me. Um, It is spooky. It is scary. The music is just haunting I, the, like every time every time you you go down a hole it does the i hate that horn yeah i hate that horn so much every time that happens it's just me i, I imagine that like the enemies see link coming down it's like yes a sacrifice like i <laughs> i love it i love it and nothing is more exciting and like honestly awe-inspiring that this 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 game that came out on the nintendo switch which is like seven years old now but like the technology is older six. six years old the technology is older mm -hmm. this is like an old ass system i'm able to jump from the very top of a sky island all the way down to the depths and there's not a loading screen that's no nope. ps5 games can't even do that sometimes i mean like now like you know like P like spider-man and like alan wake we're getting there but like this is like one of the most technically impressive games i've ever played and it's an it's an old ass nintendo game like it's it's a uh -huh. it's truly astounding. Just like if you put your your pedal to the metal and you try to do something unique and new, like technology will, will like. I can't even imagine if this game came out on a current gen system, like what it would look like and what you could be able to do with it. Because like the frame rate isn't great; it pops, it drops. You know, it's it's, it's an yeah, old game, I've, but like it, it never it never ruined drops. ruined the experience for me or anything. There were definitely times where I'm playing. It was mostly when there was a lot of stuff going on screen, like if it was raining. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff moving around. The frame rate would drop a little bit, but it wasn't so bad as in like I was like, oh, no, this game. Why? It was like, oh, OK. Yeah, it was it was it was quick and then it was over. But I do agree. It's so amazing how you can go from the tippy top of the sky to the very bottom bowels of Hyrule 
and you could freebird it. And I love how that's become a meme on TikTok. So many people have just like jumped off and you hear freebird playing. And yeah, I sang it too because it's fun. Because I did, I did all three of the mazes in. Because um, you remember the big labyrinths in Hyrule. Yeah, yeah. Well, they made they decided to be like, hey, so they were hard before. You got more steps to them this time. Have yeah. fun with There's that. There's that one. Because not only yeah. do you have to do the maze on the on Hyrule, but you have to find a way to get up, do the maze in the sky, and then drop down for a boss fight. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, the top, like the top right one, I remember like doing the sky one, and I'm like, oh, there's there's something, there's one below me? You gotta be kidding me. I love it. It's so good. Uh, I was just constantly surprised with stuff. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the boss fights. Besides the end boss fight, you know, we have four, the four temples. Uh, uh-huh. What was your favorite and least favorite of the temples? Uh, my favorite temple was the lightning temple. Okay. Uh, ranked, it goes lightning temple, sky temple, water temple, fire temple. Yeah, I. Now that's just now when I say that, that's just in temples themselves. Yeah, yeah. My favorite boss fight is either the fire temple boss fight or the the one that was a really good challenge was Queen Gibdo, the lightning temple one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Least favorite was Muck the Rock. I hate that guy. Oh, is that the water guy, the octopus? Yeah. Yeah, I he, he, he kind of sucks, yeah. Uh, Every other monster was, like, this grand, like, okay, here's a fight. Like, Caldera, he's easy because you just have to fall through, although the first time I found him, I shot arrows at him the whole time, and it still worked. Yeah. Second oh, time yeah. I found him, when I found him in the depths, I just, like, jumped through. It was like, this is easy. I, I can take See, care I was it. doing the same thing at first. Uh, my favorite is Caldera. Uh, Caldera, the, the air one, the, the, the onyx. Yeah. Yeah, the the ice centipede guy. Yeah. Um. First of all, I think that has also the best music out of all the zones. Oh hell yeah! Oh my god, dude, like, that music popping. Uh, I think I think I might have messed up by starting with the air temple because that that I think it's I think that's like like the best music and and like the best boss fight in terms of what you're doing. Although the fire mm-hmm. one's pretty cool because like you're like you have to like fly around and shoot the shoot your Goro dude. Uh, yeah, uh, that one's pretty fun. But the, the Coldera one, man, like the oh. And like you're flying and like I'm like I'm like doing a, a stab like 30,000 feet in the air to land on his on his stomach. I'm like, dude, this is cool. this is how you're starting this game. Holy shit. And then unfortunately, you have to yeah. fight an octopus and he sucks. Uh, but yeah, that was I think because um, my temple order was air temple, water temple, fire temple, lightning temple. OK, I did fire last. OK, yeah, because actually I was on my way to do the fire temple second. But then I looked over and I was so close to Zoro's domain. I'm like, I'm going to go see how my buddy Sidon's doing. Oh, you mean and Super I, Mario Sunshine? Yeah, <laughs> I wrote I wrote that. Note <laughs> You're 100 percent correct. Mm-hmm. It turned into Super Mario Sunshine. But oh, God, poor Zora. They were like, hey, even though we like the rain, 100 years of rain is kind of a long time. We kind of want to see the sun. Yeah. And then it's all like, yeah, now our water's gross. Yeah, yeah. I Help. L- I love there's a statue of Sidon and, and, and Link in in their uh-huh. in their little area. And I'm like, you cannot tell me they're not boyfriends. You cannot tell me. <laughs> you cannot tell me this. I love I love Sidon. He's always like, ah, look how cool I am. I'm like, you are cool, bro. I'm not going to lie. You are pretty yeah. cool. Did you do the yeah. uh, the king's the, the king's quest? Uh, Yes, I did. And you got like scales and you got like a trident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Let's see. Yeah, I got the I got the lights. I got all the major weapons from the champions. Oh yeah, um, I wrote Gorons on crack. <laughs> oh god, the uh, fuck. The, yeah, like they're 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 eating like uh, mindless like like uh, uh hypnotizing crack eating, rocks. They're eating uh um 
uh, rock. It's like the certain I think they call it dark roast or rock roast. Yeah, marble yeah, yeah. Ro- I think it was marble roast. Yeah, you know, it was a certain type because they, they eat rock roast. But marble roast was apparently getting them all high, uh-huh. getting them lazy. Uh-huh. You saw their eyes like the second you Nobo comes out. I'm like, why are you an asshole now? Yeah, yeah. Because everyone like Tulin. I love Tulin. Oh, yeah. I was expecting to fight with Tiba. But the fact that I'm fighting with Tiba's son and he's still being like the he's like the happy <sighs> father. He gives him his bow. I'm like, OK, yeah, this is awesome. I love Tulin's great. Seeing all of our friends like Sidon, Riju, Yonobo, I'm like, I missed my friends. But the second Yonobo comes out, I'm like, I want to punch you. You suck. Yeah. And it's really funny. He's like the only one of them who has like everything he says. He said he ends with Goro and he's like the only one of uh-huh. those who does that. I'm like, yeah, all right, bud. <laughs> OK, it, it's it's a it, it is a girl. Thing. No, I know. It's, it's just silly. <laughs> Yeah, it is silly. Uh, before oh. before we get to the the most epic boss fight of all time, uh, uh, I, uh-huh. I do want to talk about um, getting the fifth stage um, because I found that robot like immediately because I went to the depths and went exploring, and I'm like, there's a robot down here. I expected him to be like a big boss. I did not think yeah. 80 hours later I would be riding him like a Gundam. Yeah, she, uh, Monero, she is, um, she is the fifth state. And actually, wh- as much, one of the, you were talking earlier about how there's all these great Easter eggs in, um, in Tears of the Kingdom and how they harken back to the older Zelda games. Like in the depths, you could find the outfit of Twilight, the outfit of the time. You could find, I found Link's Awakening, yep. um, the, like the Link's Awakening costume. I found all these different things. And, the same thing with the sages, because the sages are harking back to Ocarina of Time. You have like Raru was the Sage of Light in Ocarina, but he's because Zelda, they redo their stuff. They they don't like copy and paste, but they reuse assets or they turn assets into different things, such as Raru is the Sage of Time is the he was the Sage of Light, mm-hmm. but he's the first king of Hyrule and the Sage of Spirit, because in uh, Ocarina, it was one of the Gerudo ladies, like the chieftain, the Gerudo at that time, because she's like also against Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, this isn't right. It's Minero, his sister. Yeah, because you have Riju being the Sage of Lightning. Minaru got those those tall ears. She got them really tall ears and she turned into a Gundam. It was awesome. Yeah. When you find that mask, and it, like it, it was like it was such like a click <clears throat> moment because you find the masks and then it points to a, uh, a beam of light very far away. And you're like, uh, what am I doing? And I fly and you get there and you have to go to the depths and you're like, and it, it's it, it, dude, it was like it was like a revelation. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the head of the robot. Am I going to uh-huh. be a robot? And it's like, yeah, uh-huh. not only do you get a robot, you can fuse three different weapons to that robot. So, again, that's where a boom, boom, boom. I wish I had the footage recorded. Um, but before the, the Ganon fight, you fight the, the, the Demon King's army and it's wave after wave of enemies. Uh-huh. All I did was sit on Minaro going boom, 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 boom. It was incredible. I, de- I definitely should have given Moneru's. Min- uh, I should have given her a, f- a few more weapons instead of the ones I did. It was great. But yeah, there are times where she was like going boom, boom, and it was awesome. Um, the Demon King's army. I don't want to say I was disappointed with the Demon King's army, yeah. but this is also could be attributed to how much I overprepared for the fight yes. and how good I got at fighting. Because after once I got to the Demon King's army, I'm like, that was a lot easier than I thought. Yeah, I. Uh, so luckily, because um, 
I used up a lot of potions and stuff. Also, getting getting to you have to go through the depths and you have to fight a lot of silver enemies to get to the demon, uh-huh. and that wore me out, dude. So by the time I got to that fight, I I thought I was underprepared, but luckily I I just had my Evangelion cool. unit, so I cleared it right. But I thought I wasn't gonna have any time before <laughs> the final Ganon fight, so I was really scared. But luckily they give you a little pause, and I had like eighty of those uh, Zonai c- uh, cooking pots, and I just yeah. lined them up. I had like <laughs> I literally did. I had like I had Bro, 10, 10, I, 10, oh. 10, and I'm cooking, 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 and I ended up not even using any of it. Bro, I cannot tell you because so I'm in. The, I'm searching around the desk. My very first encounter with a silver Lionel. Um, I, I did again, not fight him. I ran. No way. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was at a point in the game where I'm like, okay, I think I could take these big baddies because you see monsters like you see the king, you see the Gleox. All like the first Gleox I saw was an ice Gleox over by the stable in um, the Hebrew Mountains. Yeah, you know, in, that, in that in that ice plain. Yeah, I look up and like, is that a dragon? Yeah, yeah. That's a three-headed dragon. Oh no! Yeah, the, like, fir- the I first don't time you see know. it, the first time you see it, you're like, "Oh word! Oh no!" Yeah, the first time you see it, I'm like, "I'm a, f- I'm in danger!" <laughs> like yeah. you don't want to touch him, you don't want to f- mess with him. Like there are times where I'm like going with the high rule. I look up to the side. I'm like, "What's over there?" I was like, "Why is there a giant three-headed dragon with fire out on its head?" Yeah, and then I I, uh, I I never beat him, but there's the one that's all three put together. He's like the he's like the super king Ghidorah, and I'm like, I don't need to fight you. I'm happy with my progress. Yeah, but then once I finally, I will not lie, with the Linos and with the with the Gleox, once I got to a certain point, because obviously you have to fight them, you fight them eventually. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fight them, but when you do and you realize that you're you you can you can beat them. Yeah. Oh, I went hunting. Oh, like yeah. there's right before after I got all the shrines, I was silver Lionel hunting. Oh sure. Because I saved the Lionel horns, the silver Lionel horns that essentially turn your sword into a giant katana. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. I'm going to wreck some shit. I'm going to wreck it. Yeah, uh, I was I was hunting Lionel's like no one's business. And I will not lie. It, I went even the gloom hands. First time you see the gloom hands, it's hard. There are times where I'm going up the like I was going up to the um, the Lanayru Mountain to the to the Spring of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. There's gloom hands that pop out of nowhere going, ha, surprise. I ran. I was so scared. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're freaking terrifying. And they're tough yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And then once you figure out, it's like, oh, dazzle fruit them, bomb flower them, master sword against Phantom Ganon, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Absolutely. Now it's like I see the blue man's. I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. I loved how I went from OMG, I'm scared to bring it, bitch. Absolutely. And again, that's like that's like that's what a great power fantasy. Uh, uh, that's what a great game that gives you like power over time can do like it makes you feel strong yeah uh i have one final thing i want to talk about before the the ending um and it's getting the band back together which is probably my, oh yeah which is probably my favorite set of side what? quests that was one of my favorite that was one of the quests i wanted to talk about Absolutely. that was one of my favorite it would when we talk about stuff going on in hyrule like obviously talking with pen and doing the news stories around talking to people who are reading the lucky clover gazette it makes it feels it makes Hyrule more lived in. That's what I was saying about how much I love this version of Hyrule compared to Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, people are afraid, they're scared. There's a giant new monster over the castle and has been there for a hundred years. We don't know what's gonna happen. And then you go and then you talk to like there's this traveling troop of performers who'd like to go to the stable trotters. They just wanna make people happy. They just wanna make people happy and play music. And it's so so awesome to do that. So awesome to help them with that. Yeah, there's um, 
I don't remember. Just like there's like four or five band members that you get back together. But I remember the first one that I found was a dude trapped in a hole and his cart was broken, and you had to yeah. fix his cart and bring him back up. And I'm like, this is just a nice, cute quest. And then like you, you slowly get the whole band, and they're like, oh, oh no. And when they're all together, like, oh, the cart's broken. How are we gonna get to the great fairy? Because that's you need them to unlock the great fairies to uh, upgrade your armor. So like you know you have like oh well here's here's a horse. They're right at the stable. They have a cart, and they all get on and they're playing music as I as I jot to the ferry i'm like this is great the world's about to end but i'm having a great time <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, yeah um also another side quest that i actually enjoyed just because um people's because just because the citizens of hyrule their lives kept going forward at first i thought i was annoyed by it but it was the cc side quest in the tenno village where essentially you have an election oh yes the election in Hateno Village, where you have the fashionista and the mayor, the mayor. they're butting heads, and then they realized that both of them, like, they never forgot their roots. Like, Cece came back to Hateno because she missed the veggies. She wants to eat her vegetables. Eat your vegetables, kids. Very good subliminal messaging it's, on eat your veggies. It's so funny because, like, the point of it is like, oh, you need to get dirt on your opponent, right? And when you get the dirt, it's just like, oh, she likes eating vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's you, what's bad about it. It's like that's so cute. Yeah, and then when you look to the mayor, the mayor is like, "I can't lie. I love how Hateno Village has grown because of your brand. Yeah, because of your clothing brand, people want to come to this village, and it's help. And the village is growing. And also, it it just makes it it doesn't break my heart, but it makes me smile a sad smile when I go back to my house that I built in um in Breath of the Wild. And there's this little girl waiting for Zelda to come back home. Mm -hmm. And she's always there after school. Although I won't lie. It's kind of funny. I was like, this is Miss Zelda's house. I'm like, no, this is my house. I bought it. Listen, listen, uh, Nintendo will never admit that they're a couple. No, but like no, they won't. Zelda has been living in Link's house. They're not just roommates. I'm, I'm just saying they're not just roommates. I mean, there is a, like that bed is the only is one of the only beds that Link could sleep in because you could only sleep in beds that are his yep. as, like in over in Terrytown yep. or if um, at a hotel where you spend money. Yeah, where you spend money. And this one is like, do you want to take a nap in your bed that you share with Zelda? Wink, wink, wink. Zelda, 100 percent all the way. Um but I also I just love that scene because at first I was like, oh, this is going to be annoying. I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to like this side quest, but I'm just doing it because I need to get some shit done. I just want to get I just want to get side quests done. Yeah. And I cannot tell you oh, quite a few side quests where I'm like, OK, this is a little bit annoying. You it's fun. Like, a, I know I've talked about doing the pen, the side quest with pen. It was just funny seeing a chicken turn into a Yiga clan member. Did you do the quest where there's the old man standing in the frozen? I don't remember where it is, but he's 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 an old man and he's standing. The endurance the guy. The endurance guy. And he's like, I'm I, I'm old as shit. You can't outlast me, Link. And it's like, all right, I got to stand in the cold for a long time. And like, it's like, it's like one second. Let me make an elixir with 15 minutes strength of a cold resistance. Let's go. That's like it's like the new it's like in Breath of the Wild. Like it's in this game, too. Like you have to like have enough uh, stamina for the Master Sword. But I'm like, oh, is this the new Master Sword thing where you have to you have to do endurance? with this old man to get something cool I'm like yeah whatever uh but i did this yep i did them yeah and quests like that i love the variety of side quests in the game yeah. in this game and how fun they are yeah um like you were talking like that one in particular or even the underpants one 
It's so stupid. Oh but yeah. It's so Zel Zelda told all of us to 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 walk around in our underwear. Like oh, oh also I love all those quests. Like 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 one of the like the journal the journal quests is like, oh, so many people are seeing Zelda and she's telling the all these people to do a bunch of weird things. And it's like cause it's not Zelda. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh but I love that because again, half the time you go somewhere and it's just a Yiga clan member in disguise, and I'm like, ah, oh, you rascals. Oh, there's uh it was a there's a side quest in the Dueling Peaks where Zelda got kidnapped. Yep. And it was a Yiga clan trap. Yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. like and I, I'm looking up and I'm just like, this is I, I absolutely. So when you found, I gotta ask you: When you're roaming around Hyrule, did you ever pick up the banana, the random bananas you found on the ground that weren't in a uh, um, southeastern Faron? Uh, most likely, I do know that uh, I found this out way after. But uh, if you listen to people and they talk, if they talk about bananas, those are Yiga Clan members. So like you can like because there's a bunch of you know random people but like if you talk to someone uh, and they'll go like man I could use a banana right about now it's like that guy's in this guy's that's a Yiga clan member uh, that's really cool uh, I'm sure I picked up bananas but uh, uh why does something does something like do they like do they come after no, you like just just a bunch of money bananas that are on the ground they're okay. not on the trees because if you go over to um, southeastern far on over by Lower Land you know the tropical area. Yeah, yeah. The, that's where the Maya bananas grow naturally. You could pick them off of the tree. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking like you're in the middle of Hyrule Field and there's a bunch of bananas in the middle of the road. Then, like they, like they, am one they ambush you. They ambush yeah. you, yeah. Like if you picked it up, you know, it was a trap. So I, I saw that. I'm like, the hell are my bananas doing here? Sus. So what I did was I picked up a spear and I'm like, I'm going to try something. Like this is the first time I've done that. Like early in the game, I just like opened up the game. I'm like exploring, trying to get Koroks, trying to open the map up. And I'm like, that's weird. I poke it with my spear, and the second I poked it, a small little cutscene played where a Yiga clan member pops out of nowhere. It's like, you ruined my trap, and he attacks you anyway. And I'm like, ha -ha. that's pretty good. So like, you, there are multiple ways to interact with even, excuse me, interact with even the smallest of of like uh, side quests, even like the smallest of yeah. interactions. That's that's a lovely. I love that. Um, I went through a lot of my notes. I'm pretty happy with. Uh, so let's. Let's talk about this actual, the actual ending uh, that made me cry because I'm a big old baby. Um, so this boss fight, it is easy. Like the the Demon King Ganondorf fight is incredible. I I didn't know there was going to be a like a fourth stage with the dragon. I assumed, even though this is a game about Sky Temples, like we, I should have assumed we would be rising to the top somehow, but. This final boss where there's like three phases of Ganon, I'm like, man, this is tough. This is a great like you know Dark Souls s fight where you know it's one on one, and then it becomes like you lose all your team members, and then they come back together. I'm like, yeah, the family's here. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. How did you think about this? The just the duel section with Ganondorf. I loved it. It was the fights with Ganondorf, both in this game and the first time I fought, I fought him like ever in any Zelda game was in a Twilight Princess. Mm -hmm. They're duels. I love how you can't just swing wildly. You have to be methodical. You have to be careful. I was very surprised with how many times, like like just regular Demon King and Gandorf, I kind of felt like he was a pushover. Uh -huh. I mean, I was like, I was doing a bunch of flurry rushes. I got really good at doing flurry rushes. But then when I was fighting um, the revitalized Demon King, when he's like, you know, real Demon King mode, I'm like, huh. 
He can do the flurry rush dodge too. That's dude. That's what got me. The first time he does the flurry <clears throat> dodge rush on you, and I'm like, oh my god, he's a real boss. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not to saying that the other bosses aren't bad. It's just a lot of the. Uh, they're not a lot difficult. Of they're not. Zel- they're not difficult. Zelda bosses are more puzzle bosses uh, yeah. because you have to figure out. It's it, it. There are steps to it. This is not a puzzle boss. It's not. It's more like a fight with a Lionel, but you know, a really strong ass Lionel. Yeah, like the 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 boss, the like the big bosses that we fought in the temples. Those are more about like yeah, finding the weak points. It's not so much yeah. a one on one duel. Uh, you know, the Octa one, you say like, oh, you got to put water on this dude before you hit him. Like eh, whatever. Yeah. Like this I is mean, like an I actual one on one fight. I mean, Queen Gibdo I liked because you have to, like, really be careful. You have to, like, make sure Riju was staying in the right spot. You have to hit the the hive mi- the hive things yeah, yeah, yeah. with the, um, with you know, with the other Gibdos. Because, you know, just you have to hit them with the element attack before you can, like, mess them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the fight with Demon King Gandorf, and we were talking about, like, how when his health bar just kept going all the way I to audibly the end, like, said, like, oh, fuck off, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, cool. Second phase, uh, another phase. I'm, uh, I was expecting this. Stop, stop. Yeah. No. And it just can't. Like that's like. Look, look, can we pause the video for a second? Like, what was that full? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. That's not like that's that really shit. that's funny. They're funny people making this game. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at this shit <laughs> up here. Fuck off. That's that's not fair. I, yeah. Uh, that yeah that was like oh you guys are really funny so this is when i this is when i thought like okay like i didn't think there was gonna be another phase after this uh uh the dragon section uh but i love it all your friends coming because like you fighting like five ganons like that's tough as shit but luckily you got the homies Mm -hmm. uh and so it wasn't actually it wasn't too tough but then it goes back to one-on-one which is this was probably the toughest part yeah, this was definitely uh, he gets more he gets more uh, weapons. He has like he is like he's throwing things at you. It becomes like a bullet hell dodging game for a second. Uh huh. Yeah, every time you think you got the drop on him, he jumps back and dodges and you have to. It's like a mash or it's not a mishmash, but it's like constantly trading flurry blows. Now, question for you. Yeah. Did you get the Hylian shield? Is that uh, can it break? Yeah. Yes, I did get it. Yeah. OK. Yeah, because I found the Hylian shield and the um, the champion's tunic very early in my playthrough. Yeah. I saved it the whole game. I think for I this fight specifically. I think I used it on like a tough fight. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be like durable, but like once it's like, oh, it's going to break soon. I'm like, no, oh, I'm not going to keep it if it's just going to break soon. So like there, I found I strong s- shields throughout the game, so I wasn't too worried. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a, I'm, I wanted to save the Highland shield because I'm like, if I'm playing Gandorf, I'm doing it right. Absolutely. I'm doing it or air quotes right. Yeah. There's no wrong way to fight Gandorf. No, but like like story wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like I have the Highland shield. I have my champion's tunic. I have um i actually i put the hylian hood down because if you go to cc you could take the hood down so you can still get the did you know that i i guess maybe maybe i don't know it's been a long time since i went back to cc I, I won't lie i won't lie there are times thankfully um people on the internet like making memes on tiktok or just other stuff that kind of helped my playthrough mm-hmm. and it wasn't spoiler now there was yeah, one yeah. time where i think someone mentioned about demon about dragon gandorf and i was just like nope nope no nope, scroll scroll through or i saw um a picture of the light dragon but there wasn't any context to it but when i saw the picture of the light dragon i'm like ah fuck that's zelda isn't it and yeah. then well but what we seen though of her turning into the dragon i my heart still broke oh yeah like when i got to this part fighting ganon i wanted so bad just to yell at him give her 
back. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can only think that's what Link, like, if Link talks in this game, that's what he's saying when he's fighting Ganondorf. Oh, yeah. Is give her back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, this, this, now that, like, in stage four, yeah, this is the easiest section of the boss fight. At this point, it doesn't, I don't even think it's a boss fight. It's more just like we're concluding this epic saga. Yeah. Because you just fought Ganon three times. Like, I don't, I mm-hmm. didn't need this fourth section to be incredibly hard either. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, it's like a, a cooler version of the Colgara fight, the, the, the air yeah. temple fight. But, man, mm-hmm. The, the the design of this boss fight's incredible because every time you fall, Zelda is prog- programmed to come and pick you up. And how mm-hmm. they designed that in this giant open world, dude, but this is just the most incredible. Look at this shit. This is incredible. Oh, like, I, we, like, this is like the stuff you see in God of War and we're seeing this on the yeah. Nintendo Switch. And like, honestly, like this gives me more like impact seeing this shit. Like, what a cool, what a cool concept for a fight. The second when he swallows the secret stone transforms like the cinematic. I, I yes, this fight is easy. I call this more cinematic. And like you said, this is a good ending. This is a good thing to end at where it's like you had this entire journey, like seeing Ganon swallow the stone, his eyes like when when like in the, the, the dragon tear or the dragon tear memory where Zelda swallows the stone and she yells protect them all. Because she's calling to Link because she has the Master Sword and she's like, protect everyone. In, in his, she uh, knows he... in his speech here, he's like, I, you, you cannot beat me, you little bitch. I, there's no yeah. way I will give up my mind, my body, my soul to kill you. Nothing, nothing will stop me from killing you. And I'm like, damn, Ganon. Like, I know you suck, but like, you suck really bad. And you're like, I don't even it care does. about, I don't even care about my humanity. Whatever I got to do to end the world, my body, my mind, everything. Matt Mercer is Ganondorf this oh, time. Yeah. Oh, boy, uh-huh. no, baby, he's a voice actor. Like... I don't think the voice acting in this game is particularly great, if I'm being honest. I think Zelda is kind of flat a lot of the time, and I, maybe that's by choice. But, like, uh, uh, I think the best voice acting in the game, it's Matt Mercer as Ganondorf, and then whoever Minaru is, the the, the lady queen, like, uh, uh, yeah. the, the sister of Raru. Like, they, yeah. they were giving stellar performances that I kind of wish everybody else captured, because everyone else kind of feels like... Oh, we're anime protagonists. You know, like, I love Tolin and I love them, but they're very much like, oh, gorsh. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Ganondorf was like, yo, I got your presence. You feel, you feel like a bad man. Yeah. Like, I mean, this scene right here was just, I mean, not only did it give me flashbacks to Tears, to Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. with, you know, when you see Calamity Ganon come out and you kind of get, like, the sense of, like, oh, that's where Calamity Ganon came from. Yeah. I mean, now, obviously, with, because this is a whole story, and Nintendo sometimes when they tell Zelda stories, they're they're not very good at like tying everything together. It's with a franchise that's this long, it deals with so much time stuff. Yeah. Like it's almost impossible to. Ha- it's almost like comic books. Yeah. Like there is no yeah. real concrete A to B to C. You just kind of have to like go with yeah. the flow. At the same time, I don't care. Yeah, because seeing this, I'm like, oh, that's where the calamity came from. Because once again. Demon King Gandorf was sealed for tens of thousands of years. So obviously his evil probably just turned into Calamity Ganon. And it makes sense that it's like, what do we call this thing? Ganon? Because of Ganondorf? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's like that's me trying to like string theory it. Yeah, yeah. But this scene right here, just seeing the demon dragon, I'm like, shit. Yeah, I was <laughs> oh, I was shit. I was like in awe. Again, like, like, uh, and it wasn't, too. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't difficult, but like, I didn't, I didn't need it to be like, I was just like, this is like, almost like playing like, like the final cutscene of a, of a, like a big, a big gaming moment, but I'm playing the cutscene, uh-huh. uh, and it's incredible. And yeah, Zelda comes and picks you up this entire fight. 
uh, let me just scrub to the end, which is incredible. The final drop down, dude, I was like, um, ah! like it was so cool, dude. Like I thought I was going to go into his mouth for a second. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> incredible, incredible uh, final section of this game. Uh, and yeah, this part is great. This is all great. This is beautiful. You know, he he blows up. But then it's this. It's this stuff. It's here. Oh. It's when Zelda's falling. And it's you having to catch her. And I know. for a brief second, the Legend of Zelda theme plays just very briefly right before you catch her. And I'm like, oh, this is cinema. This is Mario Scorsese. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's like I was I didn't expect to be this emotional. Like I, li I, I like the Zelda games, but like I never I don't super connect with the stories like. But this one, it's, they did it just enough. They gave me just enough kernels of throughout the entire game where like I care about the Zelda and like she's finally mm -hmm. home. Uh, and she's finally back with her boyfriend. Like, I love it. It was... I was so happy that after I defeated him, Link... Like, I liked... I got used to Link's arm. And then when you see the, the spirits of Raru and Sonya mm -hmm. helping you channeling their powers through Link to restore Zelda mm -hmm. to what she was before the dragon. And that... And it was like... I had a feeling that they were going to pull something like this. But it, they did it in a way that it just... It made my heart sing. It didn't feel like this crappy Deus Ex Machina sort of thing. It was like, oh, there's there is a way, and they can't do the way, and then they do pull some magic BS. I mean, this to be was, fair, it is magic BS. But like, it is magic. But BS, I don't care. But it's magic. No, no. Now this. Okay, it is magic BS. But this magic BS doesn't hinder. It works. It doesn't hinder the scene. It's more about then, the emotion than the actual, yeah. like, like the like the ABC of how this like scientifically works. It's about the emotion of her yeah. coming back. Yeah. And then the fact that it drops you right back into your falling from the sky and it's the exact same scene from the beginning of the game. And it's like you get a moment of like Andrew Garfield catching MJ in Spider-Man No Way Home when he it's like where you get that revelation is like, oh, I finally was able to do it this time. Yeah. Uh, and like, I didn't know this was going to be like it was going to be playable. But the second it turns into gameplay and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, uh, I wonder what would happen if you don't catch her. I'm sure it just like re re rewinds time or like you like she hits the ground and then it fades to black. But she falls into the <laughs> falls into the water. It's just like game over or yeah, it's a yeah. different ending. I, I, I didn't want to do that because I was so in the moment. But I'm curious here. Like if you oh, no. if you don't hold a to catch her, what happens? And I'm sure it's just like it. I'm sure it's one of those things where like you have unlimited amount of time to catch her. It's like frozen in time and it's just waiting yeah. for you. But I'm, I'd be curious to see, like, is there a fail state for this? I'm curious. That'd be fun. I, I have no idea. That'd be fun. But it was magical. It was. It was truly magical. It was truly amazing. Um, like just even the, the, this scene right here where she looks up, she realizes that Link did it yeah. and she's back home. And you get that fine Princess Zelda complete stamp. Oh, dude. was just it. It was like, yes, I did it. And even the, the epilogue scene where Mineru fades into the goes to join her brother and Sonia up in like like you know she fades and it was like Zel it was Zelda has him it was a satisfying ending absolutely like this game not to say that the other Zelda games I played didn't have satisfying endings no. this one truly felt satisfying 
it's it's like, one of those um, it's one of those things where like yeah like uh you know you always fight like a ganon a ganondorf at the end or something and like it's a fun climactic battle but like i don't have like emotions like i'm gonna cry or like i've like oh like yeah like i beat the game like this one like i was actually invested in these characters uh like more than honestly any other and again i haven't played those like the older zelda games since i was a kid but like i just i know mm-hmm. i've seen those games I, I know what those games play like and i know the story of them like this one like they they upped it up a notch in the story department uh and again like yeah it's what i love about nintendo games is like they never put story first you look at mario donkey kong maybe metroid's the only one that's really story heavy but all those games are always gameplay first and that's what i always uh-huh. that's what i love about nintendo they're the only company that's still like no guys like we make video games now, do I wish they had more story in them? Sure, but I'm not... We are playing video games. I'm not watching a movie. So I will always respect them making video games first. Yeah. Like, with Zelda... Zelda the Legend of Zelda, I would say it's one of Nintendo's most important franchises. Oh, now, yeah. obviously, Mario is the one that gave them the name. But the Legend of Zelda... Um, Mario is that that really good TV show you find on network television, where Zelda is the prestige HBO drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas they put their heart and soul into every Zelda game and games like Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, they make damn sure that they, they it's polished. It has a decent story and it will just like they have to make it great yeah. because now there have been complaints about Skyward Sword, but thankfully, but Skyward Sword has like, you know, it's gotten better. People have kind of come around to it over the years. Yeah. But once again, they were trying to do gameplay with the whole um with the whole motion controls and also the Hyrule Historia <laughs> BS. I don't want to go with that. I don't want to dive into that one. Ooh. But with Breath and Tears, not only did they find the secret sauce, they created a new recipe of secret sauce that's even better. Yeah, and they've they've said, Nintendo said, like, this format of Zelda is what they're doing going forward. Now, I don't think the next game is going to use the same map. I think it'll be a new game, but it will be an open <laughs> world game. And... I didn't think they could improve on Breath of the Wild, but like they 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 did they did so much for this game. There's so much more gameplay and and design and like technical shit happening. Like I don't I now now I don't know how you top this. Like how do you top being able to create whatever vehicle you want? Like I don't know. It's so exciting. Hopefully they don't go, oh, we have to we just have to copy and make better what they did before. Hopefully the next game is for me like another wind waker where it's on the ocean mm-hmm. and you could customize your boat potentially or just do more island hopping like that stuff like that really intrigues me like i i do not want them to go back to old school zelda which are still great mm-hmm. games right like i love those games but like i love what they've turned zelda into and like i'm i'm so excited for them to start fresh because like again as much as i love this game it is working off an old game what are they going to do when they have something like completely original? And that's like, I, oh, and especially on HD hardware for the next Switch. Oh, 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 actually, like high definition. Oh, shit. Yeah. What I have to say, like old school Zelda, as in like top down link to the past Zelda. Those were great when Nintendo was having a home console and a handheld console, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because those games like uh, Link Between Worlds worked perfectly on the Nintendo 3DS. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely fantastic. Um, and my favorite Zelda game is Link Between Worlds. But since Nintendo is not making those type of games or those systems anymore, they really have to. St- I don't want to say they have to step it up, but I do think that they have going to innovate. Ways, they have to innovate. Yeah, they have to innovate. But when they do want to bring something new, as I will praise Link's Awakening to high heaven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Link's Awakening was such a fantastic remake. It was so cute. It was in a different style. It was adorable. It was something that 
Yes, it harkens back into older Zelda game, but it's an older Zelda game with a new coat of paint, and it's just pretty and it's fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the things I want to talk about with the with like the emotional gut punch, I the I don't know if it's because it's the first Zelda game I ever played, so I really did feel emotional connection. But after I got to the end of this game, and you see Monero going away, or you get and when Zelda looks in and says, "I'm home," I got the emotional gut punch when Minna says bye and breaks the mirror of Twilight in oh, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that, oh, you want to talk about an emotional gut punch for the very first Zelda game I've ever played? Mm. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Twilight Princess was good. Twilight Princess was good. And I have, and hope, I don't want them to go back to Twilight Princess and make a Twilight Princess 2. But the stuff they do with the deaths, you can do some stuff for the Twilight. J- just saying. Just saying. Yeah, I... I'm so I love that they've created like, oh, we're not just going to have a world. We're going to have like multiple levels of a world. And like, that's mm-hmm. something I hope that they keep around. Like, again, I don't I don't want it to be like this world again. Like we have we have to change it for three. You know, we can't keep doing the same yeah. thing over and over again. Uh, but I'm just so excited because like you like whether you just whether you're looking at the game or you're listening to interviews with the developers, like they're excited about this new format because like it gives them so much freedom to just kind of do whatever you want. You could still have the, the quirky Zelda quest that all the games have, but also they can be the games can be mechanically dense like this this zelda game on the switch is like more mechanically dense than pretty much almost every game i played this year in turn maybe except Baldur's Gate get three because there's a lot of systems at work but like just the amount of freedom that you could have on this tiny little switch game is just it's it's truly bananas and like it's really special it tr- it really is and it just shows how how there's wizards working at nintendo Oh, dude, yeah. When this game came out and like the the physics at work with like the drawbridges and how things like operate with the with the the fusing, people were like, I don't know how this is possible. Not just in video games, but on a switch with old ass uh-huh. uh, old ass technology. Like they're they're like they are truly technical wizards at Nintendo. Which again, yeah. the next game on like an actual high definition like next gen console, uh, it's it's like. I feel like a kid, dude. Like I'm so excited. Like now, even when Breath of the Wild first came out. So many people, like even a lot of people, th- or not a lot of people. Some people thought the Switch was going to crash and burn when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I I did not subscribe to that thing because I thought a hybrid portable at home console was an amazing idea. It is because because even when Nintendo floundered with their home consoles, the GameCube and the Wii U, really? their portable market was stronger than ever. The Game Boy Advance and the 3DS. Oh yeah, they were still making bank. And they were still and they can still prove that they were making amazing games. And that's like, hey, let's take these two things that we're really good at and combine them. And ta-da! one of the highest selling consoles. And I'm pretty sure I have a feeling that it's almost going to take the overtake the PS2. Uh, if I mean, if it does, holy shit. But I know it's I know it's the, it's either the third or the second highest selling console. If they release a new Switch next year, that might that might start to do it though, because people love Nintendo and buying new stuff. Um, uh-huh. Gosh, like it's a game none of neither of us have played, but if you look at the new Mario game, Super Mario Wonder, that is a traditional Mario game, but it is completely dogs. Hey dogs, what up dogs? Uh, completely flipped on its head. Like that's like I've I've seen enough of that game to be like, there's full dialogue in this game. I'm the dogs are going crazy. I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, yeah, there, there's, yeah, you were saying there's dialogue, but also there's different things like mechanics with the badges, at least so I've heard. And of course, you got the different wonder effects. 
um it is it is a regular it is a regular 2d mario game no but they're, shade but they're trying 2D. to do something new with it exactly yes. they're not just doing and new super mario's wii u 2 like it's not just the same game again and again again yeah which actually i won't i won't lie those new those new super mario brothers games first one was really good i do have the second one because you know i'm gonna give it a shot they did try something different with having make it like get as many coins as humanly possible while it's not the best game it you know it's serviceable but then with the ones for the Wii and the Wii U, and even um, when they remade it for the Switch, it's like, yeah, this is just the same thing. I mean, cool, you added a new character. You look over at Wonder, and you're like, oh, shit, you actually tried. Did you play, and the same with your, did you play Bowser's Fury? I did. I love Bowser's Fury. Yeah, it that's, was great. that's a new type. That's not a traditional Mario experience either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, new Super Mario 3D World, once again, a game that came out of the Wii U, didn't sell well because it was on the Wii U. On the Switch, it sold gangbusters. I played it. I played it twice with uh, my fiance and my and friend of the channel, Grayson. I absolutely love that game. It was really fun. But Bowser's Fury was great. And I cannot... And of course, Mario Odyssey is still a banger to this day. Oh, yeah. And I, I am itching for a new Mario Odyssey I, style. I have a feeling that Bowser's Fury was like an experiment which people really so too, liked. Yeah. So I think the next Mario game is going to be like a giant ass version of Bowser's Fury, basically, which is really Probably. cool, which is really cool. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. It, yeah. it, hey, they, that was a fun thing to add on. You already had a really good game. Then you added on Bowser's Fury. And it's like, hey, here's something new. Then they take the um, they take the feedback from that and build on it. That's mm -hmm. actually a good way to do it. Absolutely. Well, Ben, we're about an hour and a half into this lovely review. We do are. Anything, do you have anything um, else you want to you want to throw out here before we say goodbye to TikTok? TikTok, TikTok of the kingdom. Talk or topic or whatever it is. Um, I while the game has some issues, mostly with the, the some of the fusing, um, some of the mechanics are, you know, they're dated. Um, there is a bunch like the deaths could have been a little bit more. I do like them. They are scary to explore, but a lot of it is bare and empty. Yep. Um, but you do get some really good surprises. Like the first time I found a Coliseum, I didn't know what was going on. And then I heard about the floating Coliseum, found it, ran away. I'm like, <laughs> nah, I'm not going to try that. Yeah. Tried, but I did. And I went back to it and I beat it. Hell and yeah. I got Majora's Mask. Hell yeah. I don't think I, did, I don't think I, flight. I don't think I did that one. Um, but yeah, the first time you go to the depths and uh, you find that the, the four air temple or the four temple bosses are down there too. The first time I saw Colgara flying in the depths, I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> and luckily he has like a cool piece of armor for you. But I'm like, oh my God, not again. The same with the, like the first one I found was Muckarock. I was like, what are you doing? My same reaction is like, what are you here? Yeah. Queen Gibdo. I'm just going through the depths. I look up. I was like, the fuck is that? Oh, oh uh, I know we're going to end it soon. But um, did you know? So, you know, in the final boss, when uh, all four of the guys show up again, the four bosses show up again, and then, then all your homies are like, don't worry, Link, we'll take care of him. I do know this. If you don't, was... if you don't have them, you have to do a boss rush. That's nuts. That's like an extra like hour of gameplay having to fight those four guys again. Like, oh, my God, I would have like I would have been like, this is so much. This is so much. That's why you have friends, baby. Uh huh. Love um, it. This is what I love about both Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, because you can play your way. Mm -hmm. Talk to and I mean, yes, we've all played the game. So many people have played this game, but every single one of us has played the game differently. Oh, yeah. And people could be like, you know what? I'm just going to three heart Ganon, Ganondorf. Let's boss rush this. Let's rush it. 
I'm gonna go get a bunch of weapons. I'm gonna try my best. Oh my god, I can't Probably even. Probably gonna fail. I, I've never, I, because I, I didn't want to get spoiled, but I've never seen a speed run of this game. Now I'm extra curious because if you don't get your friends, you got to do the boss rush. And like, yeah. damn, you. Oh, actually, I do know this. They, they, there's, there's a, a wall skip that you could skip through the wall and don't even have to fight them. I did, I did read about that. Oh, so there, okay. there is a way to speed run this game without having to like uh, uh, add on an extra bunch of time. But I still now I'm gonna watch those speed runs because that, that's a good time. But where's the fun in that? <laughs> well, I mean, well, there's there's um, yeah, no, speed run. But there's there's like a bunch. There's like glitch lists where you have to play it as intended or there is like a glitch one. So like, you know, there are different types. So it just depends on what type yeah. of speed run you want to do. Yeah, but because I even when I was playing Breath of the Wild, I saw the four temples. I saw the four for Death by Beast. I'm like, I'm going to go there. They helped with my fight with Ganon, with Calamity Ganon immensely. Now, like. When because uh, I think it was a friend of mine who said, "Hey, if you didn't beat the temples and you went to go fight Ganondorf, you have to fight all four of the monsters That's crazy. in a row." That's crazy. And I'm like, "Oh, that would suck. That would I would hate life if I had to do that." Yeah. The only like. I like fighting Colgara because that's like relatively easy and fun. You just you need lots of wind and you spike down. I don't want to fight those three other guys over and over again. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, oh, it's a little too much. Especially Matarak. He sucks. Yeah, he's, I do not like him. I hate him so much. I like that he's like a shark sometimes, but like, yeah, he's he, that's like that's like a bad boss fight. Yeah, especially if you don't boss... have water and you have to rely oh. on Sidon. He have to wait uh -huh. for him to recharge. What if you miss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh. It could be yeah, it could be a problem, but still, it's like the thing about Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild. It's trial and error. Yep. And so many times have I tried to approach a problem, like even when I'm having Addison, I think, okay, maybe this will work. It falls down. Okay, it fell down this way. Let me get some support here. Or even when I'm trying to go do a, a raid on a whole bunch of enemies, and I'm like. They're, they roll a giant ball at me. Let me use my rewind feature so the ball goes back and attacks them. Oh my god! Did you do that on the the the, the, the taluses, the, the 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 rock taluses? It, they throw yep. their arms at you. You recall and it hits them back, and then they fall down. I'm like, man! I don't think I I didn't do travel. that, but, I, but what I did do was I got under them, ascended, yes. and then I took out their weak spot. It's so good. Those those I love those talents fights so much. That's so fun. I love just big. Anytime there's a Hinox on a bridge, that's where I tested all of my uh, Zonai equipment. So there's little there's little like uh, like little drones that you can send forward. So I have like five drones, and they each have a <laughs> cannon, and they each have a like a Tesla coil, and they each have a fan. So they just run forward, <laughs> and the Hinox would die like immediately. Uh, it was man, this game's experimentation is is so great. Yeah, and. Because every time I found a Hinox, I just went the way I normally would. Shoot the eyeball, stab it a bunch. Yeah, and yeah. it's there's no wrong way to do it. And yeah. that is one of the most that is like the best thing about this game. Yes, there are problems here. Yes, there are there are there are valid criticisms that do kind of make me waver on whether this game is game of the year worthy or not. But then when we keep talking about stuff like that where it's like you had you sent out an army of drones i was the army yeah it is there is the answer of how do you play this game is yes, yes. yeah 100 it's like can i do this thing yes can i fight this guy yes mm -hmm. it's like is there a certain way to fight this guy however you want yeah whatever gets that health bar down baby do it do what you need uh -huh. so yeah i mean Look, Baldur's Gate 3, I've been I've been jonesing to play it. You all know I've been jonesing to play Final Fantasy 16. But this game was I it was worth the money. Oh yeah, dude. Oh now, yeah. 
I was thank I was lucky enough that one of my good friends, friend of the show, Jeff, he gifted Jeff. me this game. He gifted me the game, and I'm so thankful for that. But even if I was to buy it myself, I would be like, I this game would be worth every penny. Absolutely. Um, because of just how much there is. I had 180 hours into it. And there are times where I'm like playing this game. I was like, why am I wanting to go after and collect all these things? I'm not a completionist. It's just fun. I want to beat it. But yeah, it's fun to explore. It was. And then when I just went hunting Lionels, having all like all my weapons had silver Lionel heads, silver Moblin horns, silver Bacoblin horns. I had the strongest Zonai swords with the, the Captain Four parts. I love the I, was, I love the Zonai <clears throat> robot parts that you get. I used a lot of those. Yeah. Oh, man, I even fused a little silver Lionel horn to the Master Sword before my fight with Ganondorf. Mm. And because you could fuse stuff to the Master Sword. And I did when not you draw, know that you didn't know that. Well, because I thought it was like, oh, it's <clears> it's the magic. It's like it's the one I, th- I assumed it was like you couldn't you couldn't mess with it. <laughs> you can fuse parts to it mm. and it, it heightens the attack. Mm, so yeah. the sword. So the sword takes the look of it for a hot second, but then it fades away and it's the Master Sword proper. OK, OK. Well, I still I still began in Zaf. Oh yeah, you still be yeah you be yeah. And also, one thing I do love about that final boss fight is the Master Sword never runs out of energy. Oh my god, that would be so awful. I didn't want to like use the Master Sword and switch to like a random sword I own. Like I was fighting again. I was fighting him, and well, (laughs) there was one. There's this great meme early on when that said the 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 Hylian shield is badly damaged. Someone's like, "Say psych right now." Say psych. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping it was like the uh, uh, the Master Sword where it wouldn't break, but like you know, it happens. I mean, it is the strongest shield of the game, and yeah. there are places like you can go to CC, or I think you can also go to the the Bargainer statues where you can get the Highland Shield, but it break, and also all the other weapons that you could find from the other games, like the Sword of the Hero. It's like the, even the, the flavor text that said, "Don't go alone without it." Yeah, and like or the one of my to me the one that kind of made me jump for joy, and I kind of wanted to bring it into battle, but I didn't was the Claymore. And from Twilight Princess, that's mm. used to stab Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ganondorf used to kill the other members of the Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, I loved finding all that stuff. Like, whether it's just fun Easter eggs or like, oh, maybe all these timelines aren't connected. Like, either way, it's just like, that's cool. I could be, I could be whatever the link I want to be. It's like, oh, this is awesome. And yeah, the, the more I talk about this game, criticisms are valid. Yeah. But this still is a game of the year front runner. Oh, yeah. While Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing, do not get me wrong, it's a fantastic feat of engineering. This game for this system still proves that Nintendo has it. Oh, It is still yeah. a 10 out of 10. And if I get Baldur's Gate or Final Fantasy and I beat it before the holiday special, I might have a lot to think about for a game of the year. But since, Mar- since May, Tears of the Kingdom, game of the year, fantastic game. I had no regrets playing it. My only wish is that I could have my memory wiped yeah. so I could play it again for the very first time. Just like Link himself. Yeah, just like Link. But what about you, Ryan? Any final thoughts about this game? It's it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, if Yeah, any criticisms I have are, are, are nothing compared to how good this game is. I agree. It is a 10 out of 10. Uh, having, I, I, having played literally every big game this year, like... You know, I've played Spider-Man 2. I, I think I like... I like Now that I've beaten Zelda, I like Zelda more than I like Spider-Man 2. Uh, that's because story stuff. Like, gameplay, like, you know, uh, they're both great, but, like, you know, 
when you have something like Spider-Man that's trying to do so much more with story, it has bigger opportunities to fail. Whereas Zelda, like, they didn't want to give you that much story, so the little story they did give me, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, so it's just like, you know, that's at the end of the day, there's so many great games and like you have to put like the greatest game of all time against the greatest game of all time. And like you just got to find the nitpicks to see which one's better. Um, but yeah, Zelda, uh, I always say if you listen to Fake Nerd Podcast, like I love games <clears throat> with stories, you know, like, you know, God of War, uh, Last of Us, like we've we've come so far in cinematics. But at the end of the day, we're still playing a video game. And at the end of the day, Zelda is probably like the best video game uh, uh, of the year. Um, mm-hmm. so like, it's going to be really exciting, uh, at the end of the year to see everyone talk about it. Cause like, like we said at the beginning of the show, this is the greatest year of video games that I've ever experienced. Like every, pretty much every big game I've played is like a nine or a 10 out of 10. Uh, it's yeah. just, it is like the industry is going through some really shitty times, but man, like they're putting out some of the best games I've ever made. So like get that shit fixed, unionize, you know, support developers, unionize them. Uh, but like Zelda 10 out of 10, great game. Yeah. And even we're talking about. We mentioned Super Mario Wonder earlier in the show. We haven't played, neither of us have played Super Mario Wonder yet. But when you give developers time to make amazing things, like there was no no end date for Mario. It was just, hey, is the game done? Yeah, cool. Like we put it out. By our, we could put it out here. I hey, sweet. I wish, see, Nintendo can get away with that, but like not every, yeah. unfortunately, like Sony, they won't like Spider-Man 2 no. has to, has, you, that game is coming out uh, next month. I don't care what you say. And I'm like, you could feel it sometimes. Like you've, I'm sure you've seen some of the glitches. There's like the, there's uh-huh. like the, the little white cube glitch for Spider-Man's a cube. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. It's like, you just got to get developers time. Nintendo is probably the only company that actually gives all the developers time. It's because they, they can afford to. Yeah. And even when they say, Hey, like when they, cause they did push back to the kingdom. It's like, that's fine. Yeah. And then what we got, it was like, Mwah, chef kiss. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I can't really think of any glitches, honestly, like uh, that don't 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 amount to. I made something extremely weird and technical that just doesn't vibe. That's because I made it wrong. It's not the game glitching like this was a mm-hmm. v- incredibly polished game from top to bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I mean, yeah, a few frame rate frame rate drops here and there doesn't ruin the experience. The game itself is still fantastic and. It's uh, seriously, what kind of magic did does Nintendo put into those switches? It's just hardworking developers who care about their projects and they have the yep. time to deliver on them. Like if, if yep. again, if everybody uh, like I wouldn't say like work like Nintendo, because like I don't want every game to be like Nintendo games. But like just give your developers time and they'll make they'll make masterpieces. You just got to you got to let things cook. Let them cook. Yeah, let them cook. Oh, the uh, last thing I'm going to say, every time, uh, not every time, but when Zelda cooks, Zelda, when Link cooks, he goes, ha, 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 and like he does a little, he sings a little bit. I'm like, that's cute. That's a little cutie. I love it. Apparently, it depends on where you're cooking. He'll sing different themes. Like oh, if you're in the okay. forest, he'll sing because the, what you just hummed was the Saria, the Lost Woods. The da, 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 yeah, da, yeah. Da, da. Like he'll sing, like depending on where he is, he'll hum different tunes. I love and it's that. just, you know, little tiny Easter eggs. It's like. Hey, and I'm, I bet people are still going to to discover more and more Easter eggs throughout this, this lifetime. Like this game has been out for months and people are like, I never knew this. Like, like I told you you could do add things to the Master Sword. You didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And how many over six months possibly that we've been playing this game? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, this game is amazing. And I'm really glad I was able to talk about this with you, Ryan, because it was I was looking forward to the sequel for a very long time. Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild, while it's not my favorite Zelda game, it is up there as one of the best. 
it is a it was a Zelda game that was different and it was it just checked all the right boxes and I was so happy to come home and play it. Yeah. Same with Tears of the Kingdom. I I stayed up way too late playing this game. There are times where we were recording fake nerds and they're like, "So Ben, how late did you? What time? How late were you playing Zelda last night?" I was like, "Too late. You know the answer to that." Five a.m. Because <clears throat> it was just that fun. And now that it's done, I definitely sat back and just took a big sigh. But it wasn't a sigh of sadness or a sigh of relief. It was just like that happened. Like you just like you just ate like the best like five course meal of your life. Rich. Yeah. So yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, ten out of ten, game of the year. Hell Absolutely yeah. love it. Hell yeah. And I think that will do it. Sounds so, good to me. Ryan, you've yep. been on the show before. Of course, you're one of my hosts on the Fickner podcast. But just in case no one, people just come to this video and they've never found, heard of you before, where can they find you on the Internet? Hi, friends. You can find me everywhere on the Internet at DJ Tony Snark. Uh, just talking lots of comic books, video games, not so much movies because movies are on strike. Uh, hey, support the SAG, SAG-AFTRA. Support them. Pay those yeah. people. I want to talk about movies again. Yeah, and of course you can follow me at BenMagnet27, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, TikTok, and you can find me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gaming Magazine, go to Nintendo.com, and playing Mary Frankenstein on Dean Dark, which is a Dungeons & Dragons-style real play podcast, so go ahead and check that out. And of course, we have so many other great shows here on the Fake Nerd Pod or the Fake Nerd Family Podcast. We have the main Fake Nerd Podcast show. We have Animation Station. We have Cinema Files, which is kind of quiet right now because you know strikes. But we also have the Book Club. Fake Nerd Book Club. So many we comic have fake books. Nerd book. So because so it's like, hey, that's on strike. Let's read a lot, a lot more comic books, and we are. So go ahead, check that. We have Wasted Space Out. We have Halloween, because at the time of this recording, Halloween just happened. Absolutely. Uh, Mariah Carey is still banging at the door, and I refuse to let her in. No, did you see that? Did you see that Twitter video? She she posted, like, a new video of her reawakening from a vault. Like, she's a, she's, she's a full effect. She's here. Uh, <laughs> you can't escape yeah. Mariah. <laughs> it's just like that that famous uh, Cinderella meme where it's like, and at midnight, Halloween will end. Then, bam, Christmas carols everywhere. And then, yeah, Mariah, she comes out of the pumpkin christmas every year uh, yeah it's like oh no yeah yeah but you know what uh it's, it's that time of the year anyway but until next time guys ryan thank you so much again for uh talking here's the kingdom with me what'd you say i'm too busy playing zelda <laughs> well go definitely go check him out go check the rest of the show out and until next time guys unpause